Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Today's episode is brought to you by cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take. My name is Michael the Hebrew Hammer Brown, and it is just me tonight here on tonight's Dream Takes postgame show after your Houston Rockets lose to the Phoenix Suns in a wildly entertaining game from, uh, I would call it the beginning to the end, uh, the Rockets drop the game tonight inside of Toyota Center, 133 uh, to 130 to Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns. And first of all, uh, we hope everybody watching the show right now had a great Easter weekend. Uh, I did uh, have a wonderful weekend, but it's time to get back to talking all things Rockets basketball uh, first things first, the line in this game, uh, the favorite to win this game, uh, according to Vegas, was the Phoenix Suns by more than 14 and a half points. And the Rockets uh, covered, you know, that line uh, in, in, a, in a great way tonight. I mean, the Rockets lose this game by three points. Uh, 
they the Phoenix Suns are the second best team in the Western Conference, uh, only to the Utah Jazz, who are having honestly one of their best regular seasons in you know recent memory for sure. Uh, but this Phoenix Suns team, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't watched a ton of Phoenix Suns basketball this year, and this is the dream take, SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, number one podcast. But looking at the grand scheme of things when it comes to this Suns team, I think this team is really good. Do I think they're great? No, I don't. I think you've got two of the best closers in basketball when you're looking at a guy like Devin Booker and a guy like Chris Paul. And those guys tonight combined for 55 points, 11 rebounds, and 17 assists while shooting just a ridiculous percentage from the the court. I don't think the Phoenix Suns as a whole play good enough defense to make a title run. I think the, the Suns are a team that can get out of the first round I think they they can beat whoever they play in the first round. But when you talk about the top cream of the crop in the Western Conference, to me, it starts with the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz are up there. I know the Lakers are banged up right now, but come playoff time, the Lakers are going to be up there. The Clippers are going to be there as well. I And so is Denver. I don't know if Phoenix has enough to make it to an NBA championship. I think that they're a year or two away, but the addition of Chris Paul has done nothing but improve their chances. I mean, Chris Paul on that team fits like a glove, uh, in the words of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. He helps that team run. Um, And looking at the box score tonight, let's start with the Suns so we can get to the Rockets and break down the Rockets' uh, box score just a little bit uh, more in-depth as everybody continues to file in. And as you find this video, if there's something that you guys want discussed or you have a comment about what we're talking about or want to start a conversation about something with this Rockets team, we at The Dream Take are hopefully your number one uh, stop uh, as the most interactive post-game podcast uh, for the Houston Rockets during the season. Uh, So we look forward to hearing from all of you. Uh, looking at the Suns box score, Devin Booker, a ridiculous 36 points, six rebounds, six assists on 11 of 20 from the field, including six of eight from the three point line. Devin Booker is a monster. Do I think he embellishes contact a little bit? Do I think he's a little bit of a prima donna? Yeah, I do. But that doesn't take away from my opinion that the dude can just flat out play the game of basketball at a very high level. Chris Paul, 19 points, 5 rebounds, 11 assists. I He's 35 years old, and we're not going to go down the rabbit hole of saying how much we miss Chris Paul, but I miss Chris Paul. I wish Chris Paul was still here. Um, am I excited that Kevin Porter Jr. is here now? Absolutely. But it doesn't make me, when I watch Chris Paul and I start thinking about the great times that we had with Chris Paul, the fact that his Rockets, and yes, I did say, his Rockets, um, because in 2017, he was the leader of that team and not James Harden. So his Rockets were two games away, or excuse me, one half away uh, in game six of the 2017 Western Conference Finals from going to an NBA championship. And if he doesn't get hurt in that game six, Chris Paul is still a Rocket. James Harden, still a Rocket. 
and Clint Capella still a rocket. So that one injury altered the trajectory of this franchise to, I mean, just unbelievable proportions. Uh, Ryan, always good to have you on the show, my man. Uh, best of luck to your Gonzaga Bulldogs. Um, let's see, DeAndre Ayton. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. DeAndre Ayton, 27 points, 11 rebounds, 10 of 14 from the field. For anybody who wants to have a conversation about Christian Wood as a center, I'll have that conversation any day of the week. Christian Wood is not a center. He's just not. Like too many times this year, when he goes up against bigger dudes, Carl, okay, Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns put Christian Wood in a body bag in that horrible loss with, with what I called the most embarrassing loss in Rockets franchise history. Tonight, DeAndre Ayton played bully ball with Christian Wood defensively. It just wasn't fair. It's not a detriment to Christian Wood, but too many times this season, Christian Wood gets put into a body bag on the defensive end. And is he a great shot blocker? Yeah, absolutely. He 100% is a great shot blocker. He's not a great rebounder on a night-in and night-out basis. Do I think he's still hurt from the ankle injury? Yeah, I do. I think that's part of the issue that he's having right now. But I think, ultimately, if you are going to put Christian Wood at the center spot, you have to go get him a bona fide muscle-bound power forward. A guy who just goes and gets rebounds and plays on the defensive end of the court. Because you could see it tonight. Christian Wood, towards the end of the game, did, wanted nothing to do with the paint. He goes and he plays on the perimeter. Once again, not a terrible thing. It's not a bad thing. But he 100% is not an, an every game, game in and game out center. Period. End of story. Like, he's a power forward to me. I've said it the entire season, and we've had many uh, uh, conversations. Uh, my wonderful co-host and, you know, and I, Jeremy Brenner, he believes he is a center. I don't believe he is a center. Differing opinions, no problem at all. I believe that the Rockets have to address that this offseason. They have to look at, do I think Kelly Olynyk solves that problem? No, I don't. I love Kelly Olynyk. I hope Kelly Olynyk is a part of this team. I hope they re-sign him. I hope, but it's going to cost him. And do would I give Kelly Olynyk, a guy like Kelly Olynyk, four years, $50 million? Maybe. I mean, that, that's pushing it for me. Because Rockets fans, you're going to have to ask yourself this question. Would you rather have John Collins or would you rather have Kelly Olynyk? Can you convince John Collins to be that missing piece on the front line for this Rockets team? Because I think when you go into next season and you look at a front line of, let's say, Christian Wood, John Collins, and Jay Sean Tate, because I believe Jay Sean Tate is your small forward of the future. I do not believe he's a power forward. I think with his size, he best fits the small forward position. I do not believe he is a power forward. The Rockets have not been able to rebound consistently game in and game out this year. Matt Bullard said it on the broadcast tonight. That is their biggest weakness. They have to find a way to address that this offseason. 
We'll get to that a little bit more when we get to the Rockets part of the, the box score. Finishing out the Suns, Mikel Bridges, really nice player from Villanova, had 20 points and three assists. Jay Crowder, 11 points, three assists, and three rebounds. Cam Johnson, nice player from UNC, uh, 12 points, four rebounds. And that was about it. The other thing that you look at with this Suns team, are they deep enough? You know, they play 10 guys, Javon Carter, Cameron, Jane, Dario Saric. Uh, they all had very minimal roles tonight. But in the playoffs, that Suns team's only going to go probably seven or eight deep. That's why I think they're a second-round exit team. I don't think they have enough to get past the second round. Um, let's get to the good guys tonight. Um, Christian Wood, 23 minutes, or excuse me, 33 minutes, 23 points, three rebounds, eight of 21 from the field. We talked about his struggles defensively. And that's part of the growing pain. I mean, this kid is, I, I believe he's 24 or 25 years old. This is a really key offseason for Christian Wood because he has to put on, I would say, I would say 15 to 20 pounds of muscle. Get into the weight room. He's too thin. He doesn't, his frame is solid, right? You can tell he's in good shape, obviously. I don't think, I'm not calling him, you know, out of shape or anything, but he needs to put on that upper body weight to bang with the centers of the West. If you think about the centers that the Rockets are going to be going up against the next three to five years, you talk about Utah with Rudy Gobert. You talk about uh, Portland, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Vucevic. Portland's got a uh, Portland's got a, a big guy. I can't remember his name right now. You talk about Denver with Jokic. You talk about the Lakers with Anthony Davis, Montrez Harrell, uh, and, and Marc Gasol, who would they have on their team? You talk about, you know, all of these teams have these big guys that Christian Wood has to compete with. And I think that if he does... What I think he will do this offseason, I think he'll improve dramatically with his rebounding going into next season because that's what I'm really looking at is preparing for next season. He, the, the talent is there. There's no doubt. But I feel like an everyday center or in every game, night in and night out center, he is not. Not at this time. Uh, let's see. Jay Sean Tate, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Was the Landry's player of the game this evening. Jay Sean Tate is just a lot of fun to watch play the game of basketball. He's a guy that, and his three-point shot would improve tonight, was three of five from the field. The Rockets, we'll get to the, the overall stats here in a bit, but shot the ball tremendously tonight. And Kevin Porter Jr., 20 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, five of ten from the field. You could tell that tonight he was more in a playmaking sort of space Nothing wrong with that. He only shot the ball 10 times. Uh, but I would like to see him be a little bit more aggressive offensively, getting shots uh, you know, up throughout the game. But he had a great game. I mean, he was he was one rebound and two assists away from a triple-double. Kelly Olenek, probably going to be the next jersey that I order. Uh, I'm kidding, kind of. Uh, but Kelly Olenek continues to impress when he's on the floor. 21 points, four rebounds, one assist. I mean, just, they played a really good game tonight. I know they lost, but the the fans out there, fans like myself, who obviously I want to see them win, guys like 
uh, Ryan Santoro, you know, uh, all the fan. I feel like a vast majority of the fans that watch this team night in and night out, you put if you hook them up to a lie detector test, they may say they want the team to lose, you know, so they can get the draft pick. It may be true, but deep down, they hate watching this team lose. But tonight, everybody got what they wanted. The Rockets lost. You improve your draft stock. And they played a really competitive game against the a top two seed in the West. I mean, what else do you do you want from this team? And Edwin says it right. He says, I like the fight. I love the fight from the guys tonight. They, they just don't give up. This is a group of guys that just does not give up. Heading to the bench, Sterling Brown, who should have been starting tonight. Avery Bradley did have a really good game defensively, uh, especially the last possession for the Suns. The, de- the one-on-one defense that he played on Devin Booker was really solid. Uh, so he played well defensively tonight. Sterling Brown, 16 points off the bench, 6 of 7 from the field, 3 of 3 from the three-point line. The Rockets, this is all a learning experience, you know, a learning experience for this team, right? Like when you think about this team, you have a bunch of young dudes in Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, Christian Wood is still young, KJ Martin, uh, DJ Wilson. All these guys are young, man. They have to identify if Sterling Brown is three of three from the three-point line, they have to get him more shots. It's not a negative thing of why I'm bringing it up, but the coaching staff and the players need to uh, they need to do a better job of identifying the hot hand. And the fact that Sterling Brown only got seven field goal attempts tonight was not acceptable, in my opinion. Uh, Ryan says, do you like our new additions? Uh, let me finish out the, the box score, and we'll go over that. DJ Augustine, 11 points, one rebound, six assists. He does such a great job at controlling the flow of the second unit. Uh, Bill Worrell said it tonight uh, on the broadcast, how much he likes the second unit, the fact that they give great energy. That is being captained by DJ Augustine. Uh, KJ Martin had a heck of a game tonight. 13 points, three rebounds, three assists. He had an unbelievable block and a uh, dunk tonight. And KJ Martin got 20 minutes tonight. Those minutes need to continue to go up. KJ Martin is a guy, when he is on the court, his heart and his desire and his motor are infectious to other guys on the court. He's only 19 years old. The more minutes he gets, the better he's going to play. But the you can tell that when he is on the court with how fast he plays, he plays at such an incredible pace that other guys on the court feed off of that. So they need to continue to get him some more minutes. But it was good to see him at 20-plus minutes tonight. Another guy who impressed tonight uh, was DJ Wilson. You know, 15 minutes. He only had two points, but he had four rebounds. Uh, he was only one of five from the field, but you can tell defensively at six foot ten, he's a guy that the the Rockets need to use, especially when you look at <clears throat> Kelly Olynyk and Christian Wood. I would not call either one of those guys great defensive big men. I think Christian Wood, like we talked about before, great shot blocking big man, but a great defensive big man. No, I would not call him that. Kelly Olynyk, same thing. I would call him an above average offensive player I think with what he's done with the Rockets has been nothing short of great but by NBA standards he's an above average offensive player I would call him an average to below average defensive player he just 
he doesn't have the frame to be a great defensive player. Not his fault. It's just the way he plays the game. Ryan, to answer your question, look, you look at the guys that the Rockets added at the trade deadline uh, with the trade of P.J. Tucker and Victor Oladipo. Uh, Avery Bradley played 33 minutes tonight. I think Avery Bradley, if I had to grade his performance as a Rocket thus far, I'd give it a C, a straight C. I think he's done some nice things. Uh, I think he's taken too many bad shots on the offensive side of the, the ball, but I think he's played great defense at times. So I would give that a C. Kelly Olynyk, I mean, I think you have to give that an A. Uh, I wouldn't call it an A+, plus just because the Rockets, they haven't done a lot of winning since they've acquired these guys. So an A+, plus I would give to a guy or guys that help lead to Rockets' victories. I think Kelly Olynyk has done a tremendous job at stabilizing this team. And what do I mean by that? The Rockets, before they acquired the guys that they acquired at the deadline, they were just bad. Like, this is just a really bad team. They were damn near impossible to watch. Now they're losing games, but they're not getting blown out. They're scoring at a much higher clip. The defense, not always there, but it's getting better. So uh, DJ Augustine, I would give a B plus to a B plus a minus in, in that range. Uh, once again, him captaining the second unit, I think has been great for this team. I'm sure that he's been a great mentor to a guy like uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jay Sean Tate as well. Uh, and then DJ Wilson, I I would give a, a C plus too. I think we haven't seen enough of DJ Wilson. I think he's very raw, but I think that with more time on the court, and that's why I think it, it's this roster right now is all about looking towards the future. Which guys are going to be a part of this roster, not only for this season, but moving forward you know, we'll see. So I hope that answers your question, Ryan. Uh, Victor Sanchez, thank you for the comment. If we land the number one pick, uh, would you trade John Wall and attach both a pick or both first round picks and draft Cade Cunningham, Porter Tate? Okay, so, okay, so you're asking me if we get the number one pick, draft Cade Cunningham. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. None of that has changed for me. Cade Cunningham, I think, is a franchise-altering type of guy. I think a combination of Cade Cunningham, Jay Sean Tate, KJ Martin Jr., and Kevin Porter Jr. with Christian Wood, like that, that's a nasty five, potentially. Very, very young, very inexperienced, but a whole lot of potential. Uh, if we land number two pick, go sign John Collins, Draft Mobley, Wall Porter, Collins, Wood, Mobley. My thoughts. Look, if if we were to do that, uh, Victor, honestly, I would have a really hard time deciding between Evan Mobley, the, the big guy out of uh, USC, and I would have a hard time picking between Mobley and Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs, from what everybody I'm sure saw with his game-winning shot, um, the, the, the game-winning shot against UCLA. Jalen Suggs, I think, is a heck of a ball player. I've, I've talked about this before. This offseason, to me, 
it's John Collins or bust to me. I do not believe, looking at the free agency class, that there is another franchise-altering move like a John Collins for the Rockets. He is downright could be a difference maker. He could be a game changer. Because all of a sudden, you get that rebounding forward that you so desperately need. He's a he's an all-star. He's a guy that's got great size. And all of a sudden, your roster is built from there, right? You look at a guy like... So let's say you sign John Collins, right? Let's say you get the number one pick and you sign John Collins. Your starting five looks like... If they draft Cade Cunningham, I think John Wall is gone because he no longer serves a real purpose on the team. Let's say you do all of those things. Your starting five next year could be Cade Cunningham, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate at the three, uh, John Collins at the four, and Christian Wood at the five. Like, are you kidding me? That's a that's a playoff team. That is a, a downright playoff team. Now, the problem, if you do all of those things, is I don't know if you're going to be able to re-sign Kelly Olenek. Um, the, the Rockets' new acquisitions, Ryan, uh, Daquan Jeffries, and uh, Brooks uh, from, is it Brooks? His name is uh, the guy who went to the University, Armani Brooks, went to the University of Houston. Uh, I like Armani Brooks. I think Armani, I don't know enough about Daquan Jeffries just yet. That move just happened today. Haven't had a chance to take a look at it. So on my next show on Friday, I'll have a much more in-depth look at uh, Daquan Jeffries. Armani Brooks, I'm really excited about from the, the University of Houston. Great shooter. I mean, the dude is a flat-out shooter. I think he needs to, he's another guy. Hit the weight room, put some more weight on. I think he could be a guy, he, he's replacing Ben McLemore. And I haven't done a show since the Rockets released Ben McLemore. So I know my, I know my boy Jeremy Brenner is going to be really upset by that. But Ben McLemore really made no more sense being on this roster. The, the Rockets have gone in a completely new direction and allow Ben McLemore to go sign you know, with another playoff team. Um, but I think Armani Brooks getting that Ben McLemore role as just a pure shooter, just see what you have. Love the move in that aspect because now if you're a fan watching these games night in and night out, you're looking for the progression of guys like Jay Sean Tate, Kevin Porter Jr., uh, DJ Wilson, Christian Wood, all of these types of guys. That's what you're looking for and that's what you need in order to consider this season a success. Because quite honestly, from the win-loss column, it's obviously a failure. But in season, if Silas can do what he was, in my opinion, brought here to do, which is develop the talent that he has on this roster, I think the Rockets are going to be in good shape going into the offseason. And a lot will hinge on John Collins' decision on leaving Atlanta, which I do believe he will do, and test the free agency market. The Rockets should be at the front of the line there. Um, Angelito... Big fan of the show. Appreciate you always tuning in. Uh, Olenek's, uh, Kelly Olenek is a keeper. I agree. I, I would love to re-sign him. And I feel like if John Collins does not come here, then signing Kelly Olenek is, is a no-brainer. But if you get John Collins, I think you may price yourself out of Kelly Olenek. 
the way he's playing right now, I believe there are going to be not only a couple of suitors, I think there are going to be a lot of suitors on the free agency market. And he's going to get a contract. I would be shocked if it's not north of $10 million a year. I think right around four years, 40 to $50 million uh, for Kelly Olenek will be what he gets. And But I would love to keep him. I absolutely would love to keep him. Uh, once again, uh, we are nearing the end of our game recap show here on SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast, the number one podcast for The Dream Shake. The Rockets lose this evening at home to the Phoenix Suns, 133-130. to 130. Uh, Harvey Lee comments and says, Wood needs another partner down low to help in the paint. Wood can't get his shot off sometimes because they don't have to double inside. Harvey, great comment. Uh, for a lot of reasons, Christian Wood needs that that guy. He, the perfect guy for me, and, and he's an all-star this year for the Knicks, when he was available, the Rockets should have gone and gotten Julius Randle. Julius Randle would have been the absolute perfect type of guy to put next to Christian Wood. Um, and look, Angelito, you know, throwing some comments down about Steven Silas. Steven Silas is a first-year head coach. Like, there, if there is anybody that is screaming from the rooftops to fire Silas after this year, no. I'm not saying Angelito. I'm not saying that's what you're saying. But I've seen people ask the question. I think that there's a difference between asking the question about Silas. Is he the guy? I've seen enough from Silas that, to me, he's the right guy for the job. He's the guy... The Rockets team is not playing as hard as they are right now without being led in the right direction by Steven Silas and company. I will say this. Next season, I would like to see the assistants on this team get an upgrade. Jeff Hornacek does nothing for me. I love John Lucas, but I would like to see the Rockets go after some more former players to get on staff. Uh, I know they have uh, Dezange uh, Diop. I would like to see maybe one or two more players on staff because I think it's going to be vitally important for as young as they're going to go, I feel like they're going to respond much better to a former player than they would a guy like Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek played in the league. He is an ex-player, but I think he's so far removed from what the typical player is in today's NBA. I really don't know how much value he adds. So maybe if you swap out a guy like Jeff Hornacek for, uh, I mean, what what would you guys think about bringing in Rafer Alston uh, to be on the coaching staff? I know he's expressed some interest in being uh, a coach. I think that would go a long way on this coaching staff. Uh, just something I, I, I thought about. I would love to see that type of move coaching-wise, going into next season. Uh, let's take a look at the Rockets' next couple games uh, here. A uh, certain programming note for people watching the video right now and listening to the show the next couple days. Um, Wednesday night, the Rockets will be hosting the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, that post-game show will be available on Locker Room uh, featuring Jeremy Brenner, on Friday, the Rockets are at the Clippers. We're going to have a very late night on uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday night against at the Clippers, you will have me 
here on Facebook right after that game. And then on Saturday, the Rockets are at the Warriors. And that postgame show will be on uh, Locker Room as well. So we're going to do Facebook, Locker Room, Facebook, Locker Room for the next uh, couple games. Um, so with all that being said, this has been an episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes the Dream Take podcast. Uh, make sure to follow the mothership, the dream shake on Facebook. Uh, you've already found it here, but look us up on Facebook at the dream shake. You can follow the dream shake on Twitter at dream shake SBN. While you're on Twitter, make sure to give this podcast Twitter account a follow at the dream take. Um, my personal Twitter is at BSW podcast underscore MB. Uh, also, while you're on Twitter, make sure to throw my uh, talented co-host, Mr. Jeremy Brenner, a follow at J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you so much to everybody who chose to spend your Monday evening uh, with me here on Facebook talking all things Houston Rockets. Once again, your unhappy score from inside of Toyota Center. The Phoenix Suns, 133. The Rockets, 130. Until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets!